This is Don't, Don't Think, Think Twice. Twice. I'm Amrita. And I'm Andrew. I want to talk to you a little bit about generic versus name brand products because earlier this week, I tried a generic product uh, that I think is 10 times better than the name brand product. Okay. You, I mean, uh, usually it's, it's something that's passable or like of mm-hmm. equal value, but you're mm-hmm. saying that it's even better. I'm saying it's even better. Much better. Much, much better. Okay. I, I don't, I don't know what cheaper. this is going to be. I, okay. It makes it sound like I know, but I don't know. So um, it, it's razor. So I use the Mach 3 razor uh, mostly because my mom bought me a Mach 3 razor when I turned 16 and I actually still have the, for Christmas, my 16th birthday or 15th. And I still have the same razor blade that she bought me. So I still use that same razor blade with the interchangeable cartridges. Oh, so not the blade. You still have the same handle. I still have the same handle. Yeah, yes. yeah. The blade would be really <laughs> I was like, that's, that's impressive. You sharpen it with like a little rock <laughs> or something. So I've had the same handle for, what, 16 years or so? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I use Mach 3 because, you know, I, I know it, it works fine. Um, although my brother says that the Dollar Shave Club is a very good deal. So... Um, that's a suggestion that maybe you should take up. I was in the store the other day. Mach 3 razors, or razor blades in general, are very expensive. Yeah. Um, so, so I, and I didn't know that there was a generic option. In the CVS, found a generic option. I forget the name of their Studio 8, maybe? Mm-hmm. Something like that. That's the name of the brand. So, Mach 3 is like $25 for a set of, however, 8, 12, however that is. Same amount of razors for like seven fifty. Oh, wow. So I bought them, took them home, used them, and they're fantastic. Wow. And so then that got me to thinking, what are the rules behind generic and name brand purchasing? So, but you're saying that the, the razors were 10 times better. I'm saying they are so much better. That's that's a lot. That's a, like a very generous margin. I mean, yeah. The okay. Razor Guard is better. It's bigger and thicker. I only I only use generic razors because I think it's ludicrous how much they charge. Um, for ra- for razor, especially lady razors, you know. So I usually just buy the the, the like disposable plastic ones that mm-hmm. are blue, which are a lot cheaper than the disposable plastic. Yeah, ones that are pink. like single blade things. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, they just have a double blade. Um, and I read something about how more than two blades is a waste anyway. So, um, yeah, I, the, I have a lot of products, I guess, that I that I don't mind the generic version. Um, right. Vitamins. If we're talking about the drugstore, vitamins, like my so vitamins allergy, are good allergy medication. Um, pretty much all medications. Yeah, pretty much all medications. I mean, unless you're like on some, some intense, you know, prescription shit yeah um so the things that i think are named that you need to stick to name brand are um well my number one is cereal oh uh, absolutely so one time my my dad went out of town and my mom so my dad is like the big chef of the family mm -hmm. and so my mom was like you know what like we always cook so much and we do so many dishes (laughs) that is just you and me in the house this is when I was like in high school or something. Right. Just you and me in the house. Like, um, you know what we're going to do is we're going to go and we're just going to buy like a jumbo size of like a few different cereals. And that's all we're going to eat for like the whole week. <laughs> this is your mom. My mom. Yeah. Wait, why are you, are you surprised it, by that? It, it, yeah. And we went and we bought 
I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you'll know. It's like much cheaper than box mm-hmm. cereals. Mm-hmm. It's, it's in the bags. Cereals. It's in the bags. Yeah. So it's like these jumbo sized bags and it'll be like, instead of like Count Chocula, it'll be like Captain Chocula. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like, <laughs> or, or Duke O's. Chocula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fruit O's instead of Fruit Loops or... I like... Fortune, Captain John. Fortunate Charms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they are really, really, really gross. Yeah. They're very different. And I've never met anyone who, whose parents bought them um, generic cereal who don't remember specifically that they got generic cereal and felt left out. Which is funny because no one's ever going to see what so kind you're of gonna, cereal So if you eating, want to emotionally scar your children, definitely buy them bad cereal. cereal. Yeah. yeah. So I would it say will make always, them feel like less than. Right. Mm-hmm. Always name brand for cereals. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty much it. Really? Okay. All right. Frozen vegetables, always do the, the store-bought. Mm-hmm. Um, frozen pizza, which is like a gross thing anyway. Um, you give me that look like, what are you talking about? <laughs> do you even have frozen pizza in your house? No. Yeah. But we live in New York. Yeah. If I lived in Anywhere LA, else. I'd probably have frozen pizza. Oh, yeah. I mean, we experienced the the spectrum of terrible pizza across America during our road trip. And I didn't realize how good pizza in New York was until we had to, like, have pizza in North Dakota. Yeah. And, and like, do not get snookered California. by Knoxville, Tennessee's claim to have a really good pizza place. Because oh, boy. Yeah, that was a real... It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Everything that could have been terrible. Black it was beans terrible. on pizza. Yeah. That's bad. But... Um, I think name brand pizzas, frozen pizzas, and name brand cereals, and pretty much everything else generic. You know, I'm a fan of name brand. Um, oh, sodas. Kleenex. Sodas is another thing. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. But what about, yeah, like, generic tissue is kind of generic tissue is very bad and very rough. Um, but on that, on oh, you were gonna say sodas. Mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of opinions about that. I'm a 100% Coca-Cola person. And the thing that I really hate is when you go to a bar, like a fancy cocktail bar or something, or like a fancy restaurant. And they and make that, their own. And they make their own mm-hmm. colas mm-hmm. or sodas. It's like they're so bad. I mean, I like. I guess people who are fancy think that that's nice, but like, Mm-mm. I would never drink like a, a like a house made cola at a bar. Like, I just want the acid taste <laughs> of Coca Cola. Like, I gotta from say, the I've seen first person the pleasure you get from Especially the rare the occasions first, yeah. that you allow yourself because usually you'll do a coke one which coke zero coke zero <laughs> it has zero calories not yeah. one <laughs> not even a single one <laughs> a coke usually you'll do a coke zero but yeah. there are rare occasions when you will allow yourself a full-on coca-cola yeah it's actually like i get like where's my f- granddad says coca-cola 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 mm-hmm. and the the bliss on your face it's like a full body tremor that I get when I like the first taste. It's so good. So yeah, so Coca Cola. But other food products is um Heinz ketchup. Oh, that's a very good one. It's a very good one, right? Because Heinz is actually perfected ketchup and like mm-hmm. it's the same thing. You go to a fancy restaurant, fancy, fancy burger place, there's nothing more disappointing than to learn that they have house made ketchup. I'm like, no 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 no. I don't want that shit. No. Never. Yeah. And any other brand. And I think um Where's the, was, there's that other ketchup brand. Hunts. Hunts. How do you feel about Hunts? I, I'm a Heinz person. And I think there was a, a while ago, I remember somebody telling me that, um, this is our friend Ulysse, who, you know, this is like a type of topic that would really appeal to him, uh, is, uh, you know, ketchup 
<laughs> minutia of ketchups. <laughs> um, and he said that that, that you know that we have a, a like a bespoke mayo culture, mm-hmm. a bespoke mustard, like you know these all like fancy grainy custom, mustards, right, and... right, right, and custom aiolis and aioli is just it's, it's fucking just mayo. Mayonnaise. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, but you don't see that the culture around ketchup and it's because actually Heinz has per- like they just they got it right statistically has has made a perfect ketchup and consumers like don't want anything else yeah i think that's a really good suggestion Always. yeah but i mean most things you can pretty much go generic on and, and be fine iud's definitely mm-hmm. go generic i mean i don't know much about that but i i can assure you that you know go for things it go are... for the go for the generic <laughs> um yeah medications in general most food products. Most food except cereal, pizza, ketchup, and then Kleenex, which is not, not a food. Not food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure I could think of more too. Like, I don't know, but like makeup, that's another one that there's certain things that I will only get sp- very, very specific mm. um, brands. Um, like, but it's almost the opposite. Like, I will only get like sort of the down market brand, like mascara. If you're using anything else other than the, the you know, whatever, the pink, pink and, and green, green. The pink and green. The pink and green. You are paying too much for mascara. I have used a lot of different mascaras. I have a strong opinions about this. I have used mascara that is like $20 a tube, mm-hmm. $40 a tube, and thinking like, oh, this is going to be a fancy experience. It's not. Take it from Southern ladies and drag queens. Always get the pink and green tube. And it costs like, still costs like $4.50. Right. Um, same, I use an eyebrow pencil called Brow Fantasy. Mm. <laughs> I know. So it it's a brow fantasy. trashy. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> and it costs like $5. Um, <clears throat> so that's the kind of thing that I will go down market on. Lipstick, I'll always go name brand. Always really? Mm-hmm. MAC. Because... The formula is better. Yeah. It's, I don't know. And it's something that's like so... It's on your mouth. No, when you see someone with like... I feel, I feel like I can spot people with cheap lipstick. Mm, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It it could be just like long after a long day of eating and <laughs> sucking dicks. Other thing, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with yeah. that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, or poor application, you know. But yeah, like especially matte lipstick. Go like spend the twenty two dollars mm-hmm. on the tube, even though it seems like ridiculous. All right. So your eyes are cheap, but your lips are expensive. expensive. What about your nails? Oh, nails. That's a good good question. Um, I would say... And what say, about lotion? Oh, lotion. I will, go, I will go any brand. Really? I'm a big moisturizer. Mm-hmm. Brown lady. Got to avoid being ashy. Yeah. I'll pretty much use the Aveeno knockoff. Okay. Any day. Me too. Um, nail polish. I've actually learned... And I'm, this is, again, a topic I'm very qualified about. It's nail polish. I, I, what I've learned is that actually the, the nail polish itself doesn't matter that much. But what matters is the top coat. Really? Yeah, like the brand. So you can definitely spend your $9 on your SEs and, and OPIs and stuff, which I like. I like OPI. Like, I like those things. But you can literally buy, like, the wet and wild stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you put a nice top coat over it. You're fine. No, you're fine. And, I'm, and again, I, th- I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but not a fan of matte. Oh, no. Nails. I see that. A couple of days ago, you had your matte, you had matte think, finish yeah, on, like, and you were torn at the time. Although you even put, like, sparkle the sparkles on, made me feel better about it being And then matte. sparkle and then matte on top. But I see you've 
Yeah, I, I caved. I, it, it just looks dusty. It looks like I have dusty nails, like that are just buff. Need to be buffed better. I just don't like the matte look. I know it's like in style, but um, I feel so much better when they look all fake and plastic and shiny. But if the best, best, best top coat, and it's expensive, but you, but it's so worth it, is Seshvit. Um, it's banned in the state of California for causing potential birth defects. Mm-hmm. Sounds healthy. Smells like the stuff, like formaldehyde, <laughs> basically. Um, works like a charm. Works like a charm. Mm. Cannot beat it. It is truly the best. It is, it, like, I can't talk it up enough, actually. Every time, every person I've converted to it is like, <laughs> this has changed my life. And it dries in, like, 15 seconds. It's witchcraft. So anyway, and, buy 99 cent wet and right. wild this is the nail polish. Secrets. Put $10 top coat over it, and you're going to look like you have, like, acrylic beautiful nails. <laughs> Tips to live by. <laughs> Um, so I, we're now in June. We're in June. In May. So I wrapped up my, my four Sundays in May, my Sundays in May. So I want to hear about, uh, your, yeah. Yeah. I want to hear about this. Yeah. My Sundays in May were spent, um, taking a burlesque class, uh, which was prompted by, um, actually it was prompted by. My, our, our, you know, we both were, were doing goal setting for 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was prompted by one of my 2017 goals, which was to um, have a better stage persona, performance persona. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't just necessarily in limited to stage, I should say, but like, you know, could just because you felt it. inhibited. Oh, I feel, I feel uninhibited always. Okay. In, yeah. <laughs> in life. In life. Just in but when you're on stage, you feel... When I'm, uh, especially when I'm on stage, I feel very, very, very much like... Frozen or disconnected. Know, just, yeah, disconnected, like not really feeling like I'm engaging with the, the really like the performance. Like sometimes, some you know, occasionally I'll feel like I'm engaging with the music, but m- not so much with the performance aspect. Um, oftentimes, like, especially I've been now that we're we're both more or less freelance doing a lot of jobs where like I'm the boss right on a job which is sort of new for me mm-hmm. um and sort of projecting the right type of character so it's it's more about like what kind of per- character do I need to to, mm-hmm. to be today in my life whether that's like and burlesque stage. is a great way to get at that because it's all about character exactly no? yeah so so I, I went to a show in the fall and uh I, I was so floored by like how commanding these people are men and women who are you know doing this doing burlesque and it's like like they come out and it's not that they're not singing they're not mm-hmm. necessarily they can you know it's, it's just like even if somebody's coming on stage and barely does anything um there was one piece that i saw where it was a woman she was standing completely still and um the force of her breathing was lowering her dress <gasps> Inch, oh. by inch by inch by inch and it was actually really powerful because she was dressed in a way that was suggested the statue of liberty mm-hmm. this is right after election day Oof. and she had expression on her face like she was crying and then she just was like her chest was heaving and then her dress just like inched lower and lower and lower and lower like inch by inch by inch i don't even know how she wow. did it until it was off and like everybody was it was like pin drop mm-hmm. silence in the room so anyway so, so it's just a very commanding presence and i thought like yes. how could i have that pr- type of presence like i wonder what i could do to get that type of presence and i was like well why don't i just take a class of that thing and like see how it goes right mm-hmm. so um so i tried that out in may and really had no expectations for it and in fact was like oh this is gonna be ridiculous um it was ridiculous 
but it was so 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 fun and so silly and so amazing um that i kind of like feel like i've gotten the bug a little bit like uh so that means so i think i mean you tell me you're gonna sign up for the next uh, next yeah i'm gonna quit my day job and become a stripper no i'm (laughs) (laughs) not at all (laughs) no i'm definitely gonna sign up for the next class which is act development okay but so the so you took four classes and each class focused on a different Forgive me, I don't know much about burlesque. Uh, nor do I, but uh, I know a little bit But there bit are different that. aspects of burlesque. So, There's so titty this... twirling. <laughs> okay. No, I so... know that. <laughs> so it, this was a classic burlesque uh, intro. So it's just kind of um, gives a primer to various quote-unquote classic burlesque, which is like sort of the pinup girl, um, you know, early to mid-century kind of uh, vibe, um, showgirl type of shit. So mm-hmm. Each of the classes sort of focused on that sort of thing. So, like, the one, the first class was gloves, opera, like, opera gloves, like, to- full length, um, and boas, and then, yes, the tassel twirling, um, which was a sh- really shocking amount of nudity. And that was the most nude we ever got in the whole class. Otherwise, it was a fully clothed class. Um, and then we did, like, classic striptease where we just had a jacket, like, one article of clothing, which we just put on and removed over and over again for like two hours um and then there was a fan dance that was the final class i think that i i um i don't know if i I told you about and then there was a chair stockings and and chair um using like a chair as a prop and using stockings so the fan dance was the final one that those are those sort of big giant ostrich feather fans do you have one Oh, no. <laughs> they talked about how you make them, though. You can make them yourself. Um, there's all these trim shops on... Um, so, it, I mean, if again, it was New York City specific, but mm-hmm. uh, in the fashion district. like So my fa- all my favorite trim stores are on, on 38th Street. Of course, I have favorite trim stores. Okay. But- yeah, well, I don't want to get sidetracked, but I do think we need to do... We need to talk about this at a later point in a later episode. Your uh, trim shops jewelry shops and oh, you mean recommendations? fabric shops uh in new york oh yeah i have all kinds of recommendations yeah. although my favorite fabric store but let's not get clothes. no let's go back to okay. burlesque um so yeah so these trim shops all sell like ostrich feathers and you okay. can make your own fans and they have all the the i think they're called uh styles or something is the the, the, the skeleton, the part, skeleton of the, part of the fan yeah the fan. um so yeah and so you you basically uh it, they're actually really hard to manipulate those giant fans. I can um, imagine. Th- it's and very... you have tiny hands. Amrita has tiny hands. I, I don't know if you've hands. ever seen her hands, hands, but next time you see her, just look at her hands. They're very, they're, they're very, very small. Very <laughs> it's, it's a big problem. In fact, I, I bought <laughs> I bought beer cans today that are like slim cans because they they like I because feel they like, look, look appropriate look, in your yes, hands. Look, look like, like you, you look, look like you have a normal hand. Yeah, this was very difficult for me like in a lot of arenas. Like as a string player, it's very hard to get tiny hands. Really? Because mm-hmm. violins are tiny. I would think that tiny hands make for better violinists. No, because I have tiny fingers and my pads, my fingers are really small. So you need to be much more precise. If you have big, oh, fat, yeah, you hammy be, man fingers. Like it's like I mean, Perlman has big, yes, hammy man like fingers. Like you can just land your finger anywhere in the and proximity then just, like, of the note. And then just like shake it. And it's going to be sound in tune. If I put my no- my finger like even slightly off, it's going to sound out of tune. So mm. I had a lot of intonation problems because of that. Anyway, again, this is not about burlesque, but it's incredible. It's it's really really inc- incredible. Uh, getting sort of a a window into a subculture. That's always a thing that I really 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 like. Is like the, all these sort of um, um, 
you know, uh, niche groups and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, any sort of, like, things where people are, like, a really specific <laughs> fandom of something or, like, really involved in something. Um, that's always really interesting to get, like, a picture into that. <laughs> And um, and there's such a there's such a subculture for it in New York. There's like a lot yeah, of bars. There and... are several. Oh, and Slipper Room. Slipper Room. So this place, Nurse Betty, that I've been Nurse Betty. to try. Like a bunch of other. I don't know. There's like a lot of other places. Well, um, okay. So let's stop there for a minute. Okay. Yeah. Because you've taken this burlesque class. You took four bars. You took four of the classes. You enjoyed them immensely. Mm-hmm. And the 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 purpose, as we stated earlier, was was to. Be braver and be, be bolder braver. and have characters, yeah. And then I'm going to blow up your spot for a minute here mm-hmm. and say oh, that God. I'm going to challenge you. Okay. Because I know the other night that you wanted, you wanted to go see a, a show. I did. That was in a very small bar. I did. And you went to the bar by yourself. I went to the bar. Because you were working there. Or you were working earlier. So you were already in the city. Going to go down by yourself. Going to go to the bar. Going to see the show. And then you walked in. You got there, you took yourself, you walked all the way downtown, you went into the bar, and did you stay? I didn't stay. And why didn't you stay? I was too scared. Mm. Oh, God, I know. It, it made me feel terrible, because I was like, man, I didn't really take the lessons <laughs> of this class to heart, because I, I mean, I did go, so that's baby steps, I guess, but then I went in, and then I was like, oh, my God. So basically... um. What I need to be able to do is get over that initial, like, 10 seconds of agonizing discomfort, which I think is in general a a thing. Like, if you're in a social situation and immediately you're like, wow, this is the most awkward. If you can push through that, I shouldn't say, like, 10 seconds, but maybe, like, five minutes. That Mm -hmm. five minutes where it's, like, agonizingly uncomfortable. It's never going to be worse than that first five minutes (laughs) of agonizing discomfort. But, like, I have so much trouble getting through that part that i like i turned on my heel and i marched no i get it i get it i've actually been struggling with this um i i do struggle with this because i'm generally pretty good in social settings Mm -hmm. except for the time that i decide off the bat that i'm not going to be into it and then i it's like there's no going back and i and i i was in a situation a couple weeks ago with incredibly nice people there was no reason for me not to be like turned off except for the fact that i just didn't want to be there mm-hmm. and it was like i was tired or something. there was no real like good reason other than i was tired you know but who, who cares if i'm tired um and so i just sat there and it was like painful because people were trying to like engage me and i was like nice enough but i wasn't i wasn't myself mm-hmm and it was kind of because you had like a preconceived yeah I was or just, you hadn't prepared for that particular I hadn't prepared setting. for it and then yeah. I, it's like um, no so you and again our, our friend Elise have a very similar approach to that sort of thing where it's like oh I can deal with this if I've like prepped my, myself for it yeah um, but if I haven't then it's, it, hard. it's intolerable or it's or it's difficult yeah and I rem- and I, in that moment I was thinking like Andrew you need to like just like figure out a way so I need to figure out a way if I'm in a social situ- situation that I don't want to be in um how figure out a way to like remove myself for a, for like a split second whether that, whether that's like going to the bathroom or some some sort of way to like reset my system mm-hmm. and be like okay this is where i am and i can make the best of it like adaptability and i kind of i did I, at least i had the awareness to be like okay let's let me like reset myself and i did and i did i had a better time for it well i think so but i think this is exactly what i'm alluding to is more of this like character type of thing where it's like 
like what would this version of myself do type of thing mm-hmm. or like who do I need to be for this this scenario and it sounds kind of cold but it's like but I need to be like because I do have like a charming version of myself yeah. you know which I wish could be more present in a lot of settings and like I do have a, a more like you know like a more like alluring version of myself or a more like mm-hmm. boss version of myself or whatever like how do I how do I sort of more easily toggle between those those parts of my like identity so like when I'm at a party definitely like I wish I could just kind of like more easily kind of flip a switch and, and be like oh well this is the person I need to be and this is how I can project it like and and I think a lot of times if you project it with your physicality you then start to feel it like you know that thing about like yes. when you like if you're you sad, smile you smile yeah. then yeah, you actually yeah, start yeah. to feel happy and that's actually scientific proven right the same thing is like when you're like if you're on stage or you're performing like open you yourself open up your body you breathe stand up straight take a deep breath and suddenly like actually you are projecting that thing um which i think is like is like a really i mean a lot of these things i think i mentioned this one earlier on in the in the in the burlesque class like a lot of the tips from in the performance thing are very like tips i've heard before as right. a performer like a lot of these kind of basic things about you know uh the most important one that i think has really stuck with me is like the fake it till you make it you hear that a lot and that just is true in every area in of life every arena of your life in your career and your whatever performing um but there's something about like again like i think I'm, i alluded to actually you know it was when we were talking with jr in our last episode that it's like something about like the actual um setting of that that really mm-hmm. made it sink in and and it was like oh yeah like i'm trying to do a am not a dancer i'm trying to mm-hmm. do a routine and like um in the final class this this uh woman who she you know gave us a couple we we went through a couple of choreographed routines and she said it wasn't just fake it so you make it it was a step beyond that it was if you're like on the wrong foot or you're doing the wrong thing or you forget the steps it's not even just that like you just like make something up what you do is do it with so much confidence that what you're trying to project is oh, everyone else messed up yes i'm doing it the way that i learned it i don't know what y'all bitches are doing <laughs> yeah. i like that advice i think that's I, th- I thought it was hilarious she's like yeah so you'd be like oh i'm doing it how i learned it i don't know like this this bitch like <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that they're all doing the same mistake <laughs> which i thought was great so i challenge you to go back to that bar that you went into and mm-hmm. and ran from the other night um, I know, I and even that. go back to the bar by yourself yeah, I'm, I may. And I think that might be better for my psyche, actually, to go back by myself. To just, like, to like, just to know that I can do it. And to know that it's actually Re-enter the not arena unsafe. and just be like, yeah, no one's going to like, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, but I, but yeah, and, and eventually I think the idea is, I mean, it's, it's it seems ludicrous considering I can't even stay in a bar as a, as a, <laughs> as a observer. But I do want to perform one time in the fall. Oh, yeah. See how it goes. And like, you know, and at first I was like, oh, I'm not going to invite anybody. I'm just going to do it. Yeah, we talked about this. You're like, I'm going to do it on the sly. I'm not going to invite anyone because I don't want. I actually and I said, if if the purpose of the whole thing is to do all the things you've just said, then I think you, you need to have not just you, not well, it just shouldn't kinda, matter whether there's it someone shouldn't in the matter or not. not like strangers are a different thing. Well, because like it can, it's easily justifiable that like, oh, it's a stranger that it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. um, you know what I do, and you know whatever. But like, I think it's it's actually more valuable for there to be somebody that I do know in the room and do and maybe whose opinion I value, and to do the thing, and then to be to be proven that like, even if it does go really poorly and it's right. terrible, that it's still okay and I like it's gonna you know it's survivable. So, 
So mark your calendars, fall 2017. Fall 2017, the, the debut of, oh, if anybody has yeah, what's a your great name? burlesque what's your name? name. What's your name? Oh, my God. So I have a whole Google what, Doc. What was the rule? Oh, there were there were all there were so many interesting, funny like ideas of if you're having trouble coming up with a name. I mean, it can be anything. Do you want to share a few that you're not going to use? Don't share the don't share I ones don't know that you what might I'm be. Gonna use. Well, there's. <laughs> what are the rules first? So no, no, I, I came up with a bunch of like I googled like a bunch of different like suggestions of coming up with like funny yeah. funny stage names. So there's all kinds of things. Like there was one, the one we did in class was like um, a flower as the first name and a cheese as and the so, last name. Yeah, and so that would what did you? I come mean, up like with? so like I mean an example of course like Lily Munster. Yeah. <laughs> or um, you know like iris manchego or something i don't know you know something something of that nature some people came up with really funny ones and good ones i think that was like a poppy parmesan i think was really funny um but anyway uh so that was one there was like you know then um like a river and a goddess or like a city and a uh fabric or like a color and a you know do you have a couple you could share so one of them that it really has really taken my imagination oh wait but don't share one you'll use no no i don't think i'm gonna use this though i don't think so because like really who i picture using this is like kind of a foxy brown type of okay uh, and you don't think you're that well like i'm picturing it in my mind as kind of like a like almost like a black exploitation type of uh character okay so you know take that as you will but like you know with like a you know, big fro and and like you know that type type of thing so like maybe maybe with like fans hidden in her fro <laughs> so uh this was the the prompt for this one was uh first like a name and a weapon and um uh, i came up with kiki remington oh that's good i think it's really great it's really good <laughs> i like that um my friend uh debbie suggested that i use something with rita in it because it it um echoes part of my first name um, but the thing is, I've never liked Rita. I've never wanted to go by Rita for short. I've never liked anglicizing my name. So I... I also, your name isn't Rita. No, I know. But, like, those letters exist in my name, right? But, so, well, yeah. I'm Rita, but... But, so so um, she was like, you know, it might be kind of nice to have like kind of an echo of your name in in the, your stage name. What's Amrita mean? Amrita means... It's, it means uh, ambrosia. It means di- divine maybe nectar. Maybe that's it. Ambrosia, or maybe that's my la- my like stage last name. Yeah, that's actually a great idea. Okay. Well, anyway, if anyone has any genius ideas, for what's VJ? Right, that's just a name. That means um, victorious one, the vic- <gasps> victor. I mean, but I I can't really be Victor. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it could be. It could be Victoria Ambrosia. That's a yeah, lot. It's a lot of syllables. Yeah. I feel like, it, it, I feel like if it, it's gonna be Ambrosia, it's gotta be something short, a, a punchier. Yeah. But anyway. Any any brilliant ideas? Send them send them our way. Yeah, for you too. You know, well the thing is, like, it sort of for me feels like burlesque is like drag for for bio ladies. Mm, without the without the clothes and the hair and the makeup. Oh, with the clothes and the hair and the makeup. You haven't seen the wigs that are like. <gasps> really? Oh my god, the wigs, the lashes, the glitter, the gems. So you the can stunning. go. So I clearly don't understand burlesque. I mean, I have like a you know the traditional. The traditional idea. Oh, it's very much in my in my estimation. It's very much like a way for like a bio lady to to. I mean, it is the same, and it's, it's performative a aspect. It's, it's a like character. It's really, you may be it's lip-syncing. kind of big and heightened and 
heightened gender Powerful performance. And, and it's like, a heightened gender performance for sure. It's um, all sort of glamour aspects are there. And not all of the burlesque performances are glamorous. Like, there are people who are wearing, like, dinosaur right. heads and shit. So, right. Like, there's there's some, you know, de- definitely, like, gender fuckery. There's definitely, like, um, glitter and, and heels and, like, crazy fashion. and um, But, yeah, that mainly it's that putting on a character and getting on stage and, like, entertaining people and, and commanding people's attention. Right. So, I think... Um, Anyway, the point is is mainly that if you have a great drag name for Andrew or a great <laughs> not that you're pursuing that, but a great drag Never name know. theoretically for be Andrew, be good to have in your back pocket. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like why? Why like not? Like on a job interview, if they're like, if you were a drag performer, what name would you? Like what would your it would name just be? be good to have something in your pocket. In the same way that I, you and I don't do karaoke, no. but I think it would be really nice to have like a signature song in I know, our pockets. We, yes, which I don't know that. how we've gotten to the age that we're at without having figure this out already i know a lot of people have theirs already yeah. i've just chosen to avoid the whole thing yeah I, me too avoidance is a powerful strategy <laughs> <laughs> but like you know if you if you do find yourself at a karaoke bar at three in the morning it's great to be like well i know what i'm gonna do, <laughs> what I'm gonna do. <laughs> so suggestions for names would be <laughs> names very and, much appreciated names and karaoke uh, oh songs. yeah both of those actually while we're at yeah, it yeah <laughs> just all sorts of suggestions I, um, you have a problem. We've well, yes, me and millions have a problem. Have have a problem. It's called peace shyness, and you can't relate to me at all about this. I, I which have I find weird. Really, you think it's weird that I'm that, that I? You can't even. You're not even like empathetic about my oh. peace shyness. I mean, I just feel like you get just... over it. I was gonna say I'm not, I'm not un- unsympathetic, but then I realized I'm actually. I mean, just like it's get over fine. it though. Like, who Look, cares? Everybody pees. Everybody pees. I know this, but it's this not about. Got, so this let is me how explain. I've gotten this. over peeing in public and not wearing bras. Everybody pees, and everyone has nipples. I feel like it doesn't work. I, I feel like you're not hearing me. Okay. All okay. right. I'm, I'm ready. It's to not hear that you. I don't understand that everyone pees, and it's also not that that. And when I'm in a restroom, I understand that that's actually what everyone is there, or at least 50% of the people who are there to do, mm-hmm. is to pee. Mm-hmm. I get it. My pee shyness... The other 50% are doing cocaine on yes. the <laughs> That's what I mean. Uh, it's not that I'm scared to pee. It's that the moments that I'm pee shy are when I'm pressured to pee. So it's a performance anxiety. It's performance anxiety. Okay. But who's pressuring you to perform okay so a couple weeks ago jed and i were just having a great day in mm-hmm. the city it was a beautiful day we were walking around we got coffee i don't remember exactly what we did um but at some point i had to pee so we went to rei which is around the broadway lafayette stop mm-hmm. and when you live in new york it doesn't matter what you know the public semi-public restrooms oh my gosh the best semi-public bathroom is actually really close to that um in Where? that neighborhood is actually in the uniqlo basement uniqlo uniqlo is always a great place to go a- if and you it's need like to pee. it's 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 always clean i don't know if it's something about the japanese like aesthetic or whatever but it's always like really nice mm-hmm. uniqlo is a great place to go rei if you're on that location is also a great place to go and of course they put them both like down in the basement all the way at the back so jed i really have to be so we both go down and wait in this line um, which bizarrely, the women's doesn't have a line at all, and the men's has a long line. Yeah, because line. you went to REI. Oh yeah, that didn't occur to me. Mm-hmm. Well, we stand in this line, and th- the bathroom is organized. There's a one urinal and one stall, 
And so everyone's standing, all the guys are standing outside the bathroom. And when one person leaves, one person goes in. So there's always, the restrooms are both being used always. And okay. there's no one else in the bathroom. Right? You understand the setup? <laughs> I do. I, don't, I just don't <laughs> this understand is why this is such an elaborate setup. So we wait in this line for a good seven to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And then it's my turn to go in. And Jed is standing behind me. And so I go in. And Jed follows me in to stand behind me. In which case it prompts the people standing behind him to walk into the bathroom. So now we've changed the setup. Now we have two. Now so I'm supposed to be at the yourself, urinal. You braced there's someone at the, one person like peeing next to you. And now you have like. And now there's an a audience. line behind me. Mm-hmm. And now with a line behind you, you know, they can hear if you're peeing or not peeing. There's like a timeliness to it. you got to hurry up. And you're on stage. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So I stand there for like 15 minutes. 15 minutes, 15 seconds. And then I think to myself, this is not going to happen. I really have to pee and I can't pee. So I zip it up without peeing. I wash my hands. I leave the restroom. Are you serious? And then Jed, he goes to the bathroom. He comes out and I was like, dude, like, why did you come in? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm sorry. I, I just didn't think about it. And I was like, well, I didn't pee. Now I have to like stand in this line again to go and pee. Now I have to figure out, like, Stan's line again. So, I like how you tried to put this on him. This is in no way his yeah. responsibility. So I'm like, ugh, now we're here again. Like, I can't believe you did that. <laughs> so then I, I stand in line, and then he stands behind me. And I'm like, you don't have to wait for me again. And then he's like, oh, no, I couldn't go either because the line was behind me. <gasps> and I was oh, like, oh, that's a plot twist. I was like, dude, you're the one who changed the line structure. Well... In that case, it was his fault. So then we had to stand for like another, you know, five minutes. You too. It was a horrible day. No, it was a great day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have that problem at all. Um, I don't know how, like, I feel like we've talked a lot about a lot of things, but this is kind of a little gross. But can we talk about poop? Is that all right? We can talk about poop. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't gross me out, but okay. I don't know how many people are going to want to listen to it. No, I just, I just feel like if you have to go you have to go I, I, I get that and one time okay so i have really no problem with whatever Mm-mm. you're um, a nasty woman yeah you know what like whatever <laughs> i'm just saying that like you know better out than um in. excuse me remember that time that we were in utah you yes. don't remember that time we were in utah no I mean, I remember being in Utah. We were camping in I re- Utah. I remember that we didn't know what time it was the entire we time didn't. we were in the we state didn't. of Utah. And we went up to the, like this desk where we were checking in for our campsite. And it said, don't forget to set your watch to Utah time. And we were like, what the fuck is Utah time? <laughs> is it like ahead or behind? or? And no anyway. one was helpful. Yeah, what did I do in Utah? You don't remember that woman who was using the bathroom? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a nuclear toxic situation. <laughs> that poor woman. Oh, Lord. You were convinced that she had removed, like, her bowels? Yeah, no, I think she had cholera or something. <laughs> she was literally shitting herself to death in a campsite. Like, all night. Yeah, like, for, like... You went back, like, multiple times. I went times. back multiple times because I couldn't, like, use the bathroom while she was there. And it was, like... I swear to God, it was like 45 <laughs> minutes later, she was still there. So I felt really bad for her. That was a really like wretched situation, I'm sure. Uh, Something really bad happened. That was bad. No, I was just going to say that um, a thing that... Ha- <laughs> <laughs> my my dad is like still tells the story to this day. He's traumatized because he is extremely pee shy. Okay, see? see? He cannot 
use a public restroom. Like, I feel like that's, like, a crippling problem for him in New York City. Mm-hmm. Is that he needs to have, like, his own private bathroom. Like, he even has trouble staying with me. Anyway, so this is the thing that he finds deeply traumatizing is, like, my lack of inhibition about bathrooms so one time we were flying to india and i'm 12 at this point and uh you know didn't have any problems about it right. i guess either oh, no. and so, so you're thirty thousand feet up in the air no 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 oh no oh. we we have a layover because at this point it's like pre the technology that we could even ha- get a direct flight like you have right. to stop to refuel we were in malaysia kuala lumpur mm-hmm. for like you know 30 hours or something like that 24 hours so we were in a hotel and then we were like let's go out and like see one thing in Kuala Lumpur before we you know have to take take our flight so we're gonna go to this like market and of course like as all parents do even when you're 12 like he's like do you have to use use the bathroom Mm -hmm. before we leave the hotel and I was like "No, no 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 of course not I'm good and then the minute we get to the market I was like dad Daddy. had to poop <laughs> and he was like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god he's like freaking out and then i was like it's fine i'm just gonna like i'm just gonna like figure this out and i like go up to some lady and i'm like trying to pantomime and like figure it out and we you know find a bathroom and and he still to this day is like traumatized by even the idea that i had to used do that. a public restroom in malaysia and he and I don't even remember really the experience, but he still is like he's like, oh my god, remember that time? We it must have been really gross. Market. I mean, I, I guess. So. Well, I don't mean to blow up my niece's spot, but she is also known for um, not for having terrific problems. timing and just not having problems. And you know, my brother picks her up because she, he she lives with her mom, and and there's a two hour three hour drive between her mom and dad's house, and she's known for having to go like not having to go at home ever. But only having to go when there is like really gross, a <laughs> <laughs> really gross gas station oh restaurant. Oh my god! And it well, doesn't face her. Like, at, so. least at least she's old enough to like go to the bathroom by herself. Like that must have been really difficult when she was like little, and then your brother had to like go in to like yeah. help her. Like, oh god. Yeah. Gas station actually gas station bathrooms. I, that, that's where you know I do draw. You, the oh, line. that's the line. And porta potties. I have a really hard time. <sighs> yeah, porta potties are pretty. Yeah, bad. like when I go to concerts and stuff, I'm like, oh man, I I need to like limit my water and beer intake. I know, I've been doing that. Yeah, it's been working out fine actually. Yeah. Um. So I heard a strategy for dealing with pea shyness just really quickly to close yeah. this out. Yeah. And I haven't been able to use it yet because it requires a certain level of privacy. Well, doesn't that defeat the purpose? Yeah. Well, I was told to tweak your nipple. Oh my god. I don't understand how that would work. <laughs> but and I wanted to try it, but I went into a restroom and there's like no partitions or anything, so you so I couldn't. You'd be look really weird if yeah, you were. Yeah, right, right. But like what's the you don't know what the rationale is behind this? What the advice? relationship is? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> so I will report back. Yeah, let me know what you say about that. But um actually Oprah did a show about um Pichanis, which is actually the number one phobia in America. So yes, you're not alone. Um this was years and years ago. Right. And her, I, this only works if you're peeing into a toilet, not a urinal, but um, to muffle the sound by putting toilet paper in the bowl um, because then people won't know whether you're peeing or not peeing. So uh, it's supposed to ease the pressure. People have, 
Okay, I'm not going to ask any other questions. Anyway, no, no. That... I never have a problem in a in a stall peeing. Oh, okay. Well, it's it's the visuals for you. Anyway, whatever. That was Oprah's advice, so I'm just all right. Tweak your nipples and and line your bowls with <laughs> tissue. That's the moral <laughs> of the story. <laughs> My first assignment was to go to this coffee shop that I went to every day. Ugh. They knew my face. They knew my order. <laughs> they they knew my kids that I babysat. They knew them, like, by name. And sell them an ATM. I, they were on my list. I was shaking. I was by myself. There was no, So you, you went know, to the counter and they were like, oh, cappuccino? And you're there like, was, no. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> there was no one there to help me. And all I had was a stack of business cards and, like, my one day's experience reading over, like, the most basic things about these different models. I had no clue what was going on. And I showed up and they were like, how are you? And I was like, actually, (laughs) I'm with Harpin and Sons. And they're like, what? And I was like, (laughs) I, I, like, literally looked down at my business card and I was like, is that right? I was like, I'm with Harpin. And sons, and they're like, "What are you saying?" And I was like, "I was like, you know, I know you accept only cash, but you know, what about people who are making like those impulse purchases?" And the guy's looking at me like, "I seriously thought you were like the nanny for those rich white people." I mean, I'm a white person too, but you know what I mean. Like it was like, and I like failed miserably. He goes. Yeah, I don't think that we're really interested in that. And I was like, I totally understand. And I like ran out of there. I was like not a salesperson at all. I was like, gotcha. And I like ran away. I like didn't go to any other stores. I was so bent out of shape. And I remember I saw you for like a concert like the day after or the day before and and you were like, how are you? And I was like, I'm so nervous. I can't even handle my life. Oh my God, blah, blah. Like I was like freaking out like a crazy person over this job and then I quit like I had to call and quit because I was so bent out of shape and I like did not know did how to sell ATMs at all? no um, I got absolutely no payment whatsoever <gasps> no none it was so like good. a scam or it was like or I just didn't know how to sell ATMs but you know I what mean, I think probably both of those things yeah, both of true. those things but I'll tell you something I have since been back to that coffee shop and, and they have an ATM. they have a credit card reader <gasps> which was one of the things that so somebody sold so them. somebody sold them a credit card reader and it wasn't me because <laughs> I was like gotcha bye so you were employed I was like, by I'm the so ATM sorry. credit card readers. so I was employed by them for like a few days or like a week maybe right and at this point you've moved to Brooklyn I was in Brooklyn I had a mattress on the floor. A mattress who came from your parents' shed out back. Well, it came from my great-grandfather's pull-out love seat. <laughs> oh, my God. Grandpa Sokolowski. Guys, I, I laid on this bed at some point, and it was the most uncomfortable. I mean, it was like all springs. Yeah. And the no The floor foam. was more comfortable than that bed. The floor would have been just fine. Yeah. That was pretty bad. I had that mattress if you Except will if you'll you call ha- it also that. have a pest problem that apartment i had a pest problem there was a pest problem what type like of just like now? cockroaches okay. and like so, bugs ants ants also. so basically well actually it wouldn't really have helped to be on a mattress that's on the floor versus on the floor i guess listen no. i just i'm here to say that i was on this pile of springs <laughs> which was like if like okay three to four inches max and by the way the bottom was all gouged out yeah i remember it was all gouged out like it was all ripped like 
a homeless person finds that is a mattress correct. that's in better shape. On that the they do, than, yes. Than when you slept on. But I had this, you years. know, you can fold it, it fit into my dad's van. <laughs> so, no, I'm serious. So there were some benefits. It was pretty bad. Well, yes. So, but yeah, like one time I woke up and there was a cockroach running across my chest. Oh my god. And it was just like that was that was the situation. So, um, I guess we should introduce the third voice that we have uh, in a your new ears. A voice amongst us. And Love. her name is Jennifer. Hello. And, and she's a sweet angel. Yeah, she's one of my nearest and dearest. Um, we go back. Uh, and one of your oldest friends. Yeah, from college, way back in the day. We met when we were youngsters uh, we in were Ann so Arbor. Young. And Teenagers. We seemed to land in New York uh, within months of one another. And uh, it's been a been a great what eight or nine years nine it's been a great, almost nine it's been a great almost nine years mm-hmm. in new york oh in my new god. york oh my god which is where our friendship really blossomed yes what is it that made the difference between us talking about it even you talking about mm-hmm. the possibilities of moving somewhere else chicago was on your list at one point where yeah what's the difference between talking about it mm-hmm and then making it happen the way you made it happen. Right, because like, was there, like, a tipping point, or was it just kind of like a, yeah. you know, because you went at it with such a single-minded determination. Yeah, it was, like, it's actually kind of crazy, but it, it has been something that I've been thinking and talking about with you guys so much. And, like, Chicago was the obvious choice because it's close to home. It's another city that has, like, a lot of cool things to offer, but it's cheaper than New York. And, and you have family. But I, like, and I have family. I mean, Marisa is, like, a best friend of mine. And, like, it just, a lot of it just made so much sense. But, like, I think that location was, it was, like, the same as being in New York. Like, the reasons for going there weren't, like, I think it would be cool to go there. Like, I've been to Chicago many times. It's a fine city. I mean, I like it. But it's not, like... Ooh, I wish I lived here. I mean, the only it's thing cold. I covet about it is like that they have dishwashers there for like regular people. Like regular people have. You can afford it. You know what I mean? That's like in, and like so. Yeah. I feel like I was cho- like I was fantasizing about another safe choice that had more to do with like the logical and like the convenient and it convenient so for other people to me. Okay, and right. convenient for me too. I'm not saying no one said to me like, oh, you should do this, Jen. But I sort of like on myself was like well it would be better if i was closer to my parents and i love my parents right, right. but chicago but like and like i would love to go to a, a place that's with people i know and love like obviously but those are my reasons for living in new york mm-hmm. right. it's on the east coast my family comes here all the time because that's where my dad grew up i have family and friends here and like those are such important things but like I don't know, the nature of a place just, I feel like that has part, like, that has something to do with it. Whereas, like, Austin is, like, totally different. Mm-hmm. It was something I had hardly considered before. Like, when you guys came back from your road trip and you're like, we are probably going to leave within a year. Like, we love it so much. And I was like, no, don't go. I can't go. I have a good job and family and this. And, like, I was just being practical, and, like, I, like, I got so frustrated with, like, 
the school, like the work stuff. And like also I was in a really bad spot financially. Mm-hmm. And like the weather has – I've never been a fan of cold weather even though I grew up and have always lived in, in cold places. Right. Like I've all – like I just – it's crazy because I like – I was like I want to make a big change. I realized that I was being a little crazy. I realized that I was like maybe overreacting, but I made a conscious decision to ride the wave because I was so pissed and I was so fed up. And I knew, like I knew about myself that I was going to try to like be overly logical and like safe about my choice. But it makes sense to stay. Yeah. And, And I was like, and I was, I just got so fired up and I was like, I'm going to actually ride this wave. So even when I wasn't even that pissed anymore, I was still just sort of like, well, I'm on yep. the train, guys. I was like, this is it. And I and Austin sort of came up naturally for me, but I did do a search like where to live. I'm not kidding. And like Denver came up what, as like number just, like, quiz, like, a like no, quiz? no, it was like, well, it was just like I literally just like Googled like young people, best city. Like, I don't know. I was like, what do I do? Denver came up as number one. Denver is cool. I haven't been there since I was seven. It's um, a little further away. Right. And it's cold. Austin came up as number two, and I was like, Great. "Okay, warm, you can not find that New York far away. Warm, interesting, cool, and different. Uh, completely has, has different. Climbing. Has climbing. climbing, outdoor climbing, Jen's quite the climber. Com- completely different situation. And I just like, I like decided. I was like, this is it. This is the one. I was like, there's no other warm places where I could go, where it's like liberal." And it's yes. not California. Right. No, literally, I mean, seriously, think about it. Where can you go other than California or Austin? That's both warm, am I being, that's really, both warm am I, am and I liberal. Being, am I being really close-minded here? No, no I think there are, there are I'm sure there, there are, are little pockets that are warm, like though, North Carolina, warm. right? My sister yeah, was I mean, like, why don't, don't you go to Raleigh? And I was like, that sounds lame. Raleigh. I told you. Raleigh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because it sounds lame as fuck. It's not that's lame. No, it's I've heard great. actually really good things about Raleigh. I've never been it's, there. It's, Raleigh is so nice. So I shouldn't be judging. Sorry for all the Duke fans. Don't be sorry to Duke fans. You've dated your fair share, so there was, uh, Lots from my of, recollection, yes. there was the guy, the gay guy that you dated. Oh my gosh, that guy, remember yeah. that guy? I do remember that guy. What I about, forgot about, about him. About, um, average, uh, what's his name? Average Joe. No, Average Dan. Average Dave. Average Dave? Wasn't that his name? No, I'm sure there was an Average Dave. Plenty terrible Tim. There was a Terrible Tim. <laughs> remember Terrible Tim. Remember, like, Autistic Adam? Oh, that guy. Well, was his name Adam? <laughs> no, I just made that up. That guy was like, okay, so he was like a little spectrumy. He was so fun. So I, that's actually a more recent date that I went on, which is like, he was like, I mean, appeared really cute. His messages, like, this is like online dating, right? His messages, like, read sort of normal and funny. So we meet i'm like waiting for him it was like one of those freezing fucking days i'm like waiting on the corner for him and like first of all he was a little late so i was like a little mad about that but not really and then he like came i wish i could like act this out on the podcast but basically he like came straight toward me and like turned and stood next to me facing the same way and was like, hi. And I was like, like, he was like standing. Like, he, like we were standing. Like, looking downtown together. Like, like we were, we were side by side all of a sudden. And I was just like, like so shoulder confused. to shoulder. We were shoulder to shoulder. 
and we had never met and i was so confused i was like does he want to see from my view like like i didn't know what's going on and he was like and i was just like trying to look at him and like say hi what's your preferred way of letting people down do you just tell them straight out like i had fun Bye. Bye. Do you do it in person, or do you, are you like, oh, yeah, we should do this again, and then well, you maybe text them? That's because that's my preferred method. I mean, I used okay. to be, like, that terrible? Like ghosting. No, I so that's called ghosting. No, 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 no. And then, like, okay, so sometimes it'll, like, I won't say, like, yeah, we should totally do this again. I won't repeat it back, but, like, if someone's like, oh, yeah, we should, like, do this again sometimes, I'll, uh, sometime I'll be like, and then um you know if you know then they get in touch sometimes they won't get in touch again but then, mm-hmm. you know if they do get in touch then i'll i'll send a nice uh text well not, not that says what that says um I had such a nice time. Yeah, it was really, really good. Really great getting, getting to, to know you. you. Yeah, just, I just don't feel like there's any chemistry. The, yeah, the, the vibe isn't there yeah. or, like, whatever. Yes. Um, just wasn't really feeling it or, or, or whatever. And uh, usually that works pretty well. And, I, and I, I was very scared to do that with, like, online dating people uh, at first because I, I don't know, I just was like, I don't know, it just felt, like, scary. Why you, like, don't know them? I know, but I I just like have actually such a no. I I understand. Need to I understand, and also just generally yeah. just scary. So um, so most people reacted very nice, and I was like, what if they're like mean, and they're like you bitch, like you. Some people do say yeah, you bitch people, to you. Oh, t- absolutely. oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely. You are just hurting their average white egos, right? Mm. Male exactly. egos, exactly. So, and you know that's unacceptable. Oh, right. The idea that you couldn't, you wouldn't possibly be like tripping over yourself for that, yeah. you know. So, um, but one one guy uh, wrote back something. He was like, asked for feedback. Oh my god! Asked so, for feedback. Yeah. Uh, oh he, my god! Like, I was like, yeah, I wasn't really feeling the vibe or whatever. I'm and gonna then, do that next time someone goes, breaks up he's with like, me. Oh, that's too bad because like, I hear that a lot more often than I'd like like can you oh. tell me like what I could have done better like what I oh that's just, actually like, kind of heartbreaking it's kind of heartbreaking but it's like it's not a job interview you know what like yeah I, I and it's you... like it's not like you do things it's a connection right, right if, it's not like if he had done something, something like what are you gonna him? say to him like be more charismatic right for, for like me, you can't do that. Like you can't. I mean, he'll, he'll be just a, he'll be a no charismatic enough for another person. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just so yeah. you know what I did. I did. Aww. I thought I did a pretty good job with my response to him, which was that I said like, "Oh, like I hear that a lot more than I'd like to too." And um, you know, it's nothing that you could do better. You're doing all the right yeah, things. It's just, it's just not the right person. Yeah, it's like, and it's never it's never the right person until it is. So that's part of the process. I just girl, I, that's true. Yeah. So what Ain't I said is. This is all. This is part of the process. So you know. Oh, that's a good answer. I like that answer. Yeah. Did he write back? Yeah, he was just like, "Oh, thanks." I don't know. Yeah, yeah. This was actually the guy who worked for the. Um, he worked. This is su- such a great, great um, industry. He worked for the uh, WWE wrestling. Oh. oh my gosh! Yes. Nice. And he wasn't charismatic. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> So what do you do? You do something similar? Well, when I let people down, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed it. Let's do it again. Yeah. So I used to do what we would, what the young people call, ghosting. Ghosting. Where you were a ghoster. Well, 
Yeah, but not with people I had actually had like a relationship with. Uh, okay. Which no. that's a whole other but thing. So I've been with. ghosted with someone I was like in a relationship with, oh, which is yeah. not acceptable. Not cool. Not acceptable, especially when you're like in your mid thirties, and you should know better. But I used to just like if I was gonna go on like if I went on a first date with someone and it was like. You know, first date is, like, pretty non-committal. There's, like, absolutely no you, – like, you're just going. And they would say, like, oh, we should do this again. I'd be like, yeah. And then when they would text me, I just wouldn't respond. And I was like, oh, this is, like, a polite thing to do because I'm not saying to them, I don't like you. I'm just letting it go. And then my friend Rachel was – I was talking to her about all my dating stuff because, you know, after like you nine do. years of dating in New York, you – yeah, you've gone through a lot of dating. And – she was like, you know, like, I think you should try to be more direct. You know, I don't think that it's, I think it might be, like, more painful or, like, more, like, it's a little more rude to, like, just not be upfront. And I was like, okay, let me try that. So that has been sort of my new thing. I haven't gone on dates in a while, but, like, my more recent, like, in the last year or two, I've said to people like straight up and it's it's super awkward too because like I went on a date with this one guy we walked around I really wasn't feeling it like from the second I met him I was like oh boy it was fine you know yeah no but he was like yeah like you know it would be so great to see you again um like what's your schedule like and I just said to him like you know I had a nice time with you today but I'm really not feeling a connection. And he looked so stunned for a second. You said this to him in person at the end of the date. In person at the end of the date. And he looked really stunned for a second. And listen, I would be too, if I wanted to see someone again and they said that to me, I would be embarrassed and I would be kind of hurt. So like, I totally get that he like I tried to say it in a nice way, but how? Of like, course, of it's course. not a nice thing to say. Like, it's not say. something yeah, that it's yeah. not something that you can like. It's not a nice thing that no one well, wants. He to doesn't want to hear that, obviously. But then he, so he looked stunned for a second, and then I was like, you know, I'm sorry. Like, I know this is like uncomfortable, but like, I just am. I'm like, I'm really trying to be honest with you. And then he was like, oh, actually, like, you know what? It's refreshing. But then I think he was like embarrassed, and he was like, okay, like, bye. And, and, and that was fine. And I, I sort of felt bad. I mean, it was, it was a private conversation. No Mm -hmm. one was listening. It was like on the sidewalk and I don't know, like part of it felt okay. You know, like it was just sort of wasting his time and and like wasting his, his hope on like, oh, maybe she'll go out with me again. That was exciting. Maybe telling his friends I went on a date that was hopeful or something like that. Like. I don't know. I think and, like, having been – I've never actually had someone – I've been rejected plenty of times, but mostly in a really indirect way mm-hmm. where, like, I've gone on dates with people that I would like to go out with again and they clearly don't want to go out with me again because they don't respond or whatever. Um, and, like, it sucks. I've never had someone be direct with me. And, like, I know that it would be embarrassing and I know that I wouldn't like it. But, like, I don't know. I sort of feel like that might be a good way to go. Because, like, someone I was seeing for three months and was, like, I was really emotionally, like, into – I was really into him. Like, he, he, like, 
fell off the face of the planet. And that was like incredibly hurtful. And I said to him so many times, once I finally got a hold of him because he ghosted me, I, I said like, to you him, ran into him on the subway. I ran into him on the fucking subway. You know, and that's I was like, why you, you fucking can't ghost suck. Yeah. On, in yeah. New York City. And you know, I You're ran into him twice. Into them. And he was like, hey, you. And I was like, you are the worst. <laughs> like, he literally said, hey, you after yeah, ghosting he, like, you. Yeah, hey, you? You? he like sat down. He sat down next move. to me and yeah. smiled oh and was like, God. hey, you. And I was like, you owe me an explanation and an apology. And he was like, uh. Uh, and like the people on the subway were like uh <laughs> if i were on that subway train i would be like oh my god it was yes. like so good i got the best commute to but i was ever. i mean i was like livid i mean but that was like three months you know what i mean yeah. like that we and it was like like it was like a relationship okay in any case <laughs> that's what i have to say about that <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so now you so at one point you were a so ghoster. So treat, treat every relationship as though you may run into that person again in the subway. And would you there be able to make go. eye contact with that them again? Be, that that's actually a, a really good, really good rule. Yeah. If you run into that person on the F train, especially Anywhere, on the way to work, by the way, is like. The subway is good. Like a place where you'll have to be with them for an extended period of time. Yeah. Yes. Would like, you be able to handle feel? it? Because the guy that you dumped in, dumped. The first date you had where you. Let him go. Let him go. I set him free. It would be, I mean, if you ran into it on the subway, what would you have to feel bad about? What yeah, nothing. nothing. Yeah. I would just be like, oh, yeah, remember that time we took a walk and then I told you I wasn't feeling it? Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you behaved, like, totally yeah. honestly and hmm, love it. Well, we want to thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. For sharing your, your New York highs journey. and lows. My highs and lows. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, like, I mean, it, it's just nice to look back sometimes when you oh think my about. Gosh. You think sometimes it's like. You know, you just need to reflect on how far, how far you've come. I mean, to understand where 2008 you're going. was like a whole lifetime ago. Yes. And, uh, but it's funny. I mean, it's funny. So. <laughs> it kept me laughing. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for having me. Love you. Love you. Love you.